Groove Café. All right, this is the part of the show where I sit down and chat with different people who are doing different things out there, some of them life-changing. And joining me on the Groove Cafe today, I have Sheila Bagayana Mutetire, who is a biomedical engineer and the country manager of Free O2 Foundation. Welcome to the show, Sheila. Thanks, Crystal. I'm really honored to be part of the show. Ah, It's a pleasure to have you here. I'm excited to hear about your foundation and the kind of work that you do. I believe it's a not-for-profit company that produces stores and delivers medical-grade oxygen using no electricity. Like, like what? (laughs) You're the first organization in the world to do this, yes? Yes, that's very true. Please tell us more. Um, so, Free or Two Foundation is actually a non a non profit uh, charity based in Australia, mm-hmm. and uh, we ideally our mission is to ensure that all health facilities have access to oxygen, mm. and especially the facilities that care for inpatients. So, we do this in three main ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is uh, developing completely new technology, new oxygen technologies to address the current gaps. The second one is uh, improving existing technologies. Mm. And the third one is uh, utilizing and understanding and using social enterprise to ensure sustainability of these technologies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes. how many countries is the Free O2 Foundation operating in? Um, so currently we have uh, operations in Uganda, in Kenya, in Tanzania, in uh, we have a pilot system in Nigeria and in um, Mozambique as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. but it was started in Australia, I believe. Um, yes. So the founders of uh, Frio Two are based in Australia, mm-hmm. and uh, I personally joined uh, Frio Two in 2016 when um, they had developed uh, the technology mm. and wanted to test it in a local setting and see if uh, it's feasible or if it can work. Mm-hmm. So that's when I joined the team and we tested a low pressure oxygen storage system at the time. Uh, and this system, what in basic, ideally what it is, it's like a, a balloon or ball that we can store with with oxygen. Mm-hmm. And such that when power goes off, patients are not cut off, especially if they are using concentrators and they can be continuous uh, supply of oxygen even with power failures. Okay. So yes. so in terms of the founders coming up with this technology, what was the, the reason for it? Um, so as you might know, there's a really Uganda is a very high pneumonia burden country and based on various researches it has come out that uh, oxygen has been a great, great challenge and need and even now with COVID it has just uh, mm. highlighted great need for oxygen yes. and also just even increased the demand for medical oxygen. Mm-hmm. So because of that, uh, most of the existing technologies, for example, the concentrators needed a reliable supply of, uh, of power, which as you know in Uganda, uh, that's uh, that's a, a big wish. Mm-hmm. So, and then the cylinders which do not need electricity, there is a lot of uh, logistical challenges around them. 
even the use so sometimes there's a cylinder available there's no uh, regulator um, there's no oxygen kit to open the cylinder people are not well skilled to use the cylinder uh-huh. so it's best, best on these challenges that then the team came together and said we need to do something about this mm-hmm. and um, most of the team is uh, different scientists physicists um, engineers coming together to find solutions to problems in healthcare mm-hmm Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure the actual science behind it might be very complicated, but you said you joined in 2016 to see if this is actually sustainable and can actually work in different countries. Um yeah. what has the progress been over the last few years? How has this journey been for you? Um so it's actually been a very very exciting journey for me. So from I think 2016 what we first did was uh, test the system Uh, just without it being on patient so we ran the the system for 400 days mm. just understanding how the concentrator is working say in uh, in like in Uganda with the dusty conditions with the maintenance mm. and testing the reliability of the system well the system had already been tested the lab testing had been done So that was the first phase of the field testing. Mm-hmm. So after doing the field testing, we then moved the system to the pediatric ward of uh, the children, the children's ward of Mbara Regional Referral Hospital. Mm-hmm. So we did a formal clinical trial there, where and now children were receiving oxygen from this system. We ran the system for a period of three months. And during this time um there were like from our data there were over 50 different parts mm-hmm. all range from a minute to two hours oh my goodness but we were able to ensure that during that time mm-hmm. children always had access to oxygen and that is because um of our integrated system so the system has uh, it has a concentrate it's the improved system which has the concentrator mm-hmm. and then the low pressure oxygen storage bag so what happens is that when um there's power it will give oxygen to patients but also send some oxygen for storage in the bag and then when there is no power it will the oxygen will come from the bag to the patient mm. and in periods of very extended power cuts we include a cylinder so oh. oxygen will then come from a cylinder and all this is automatic and the nurse does not have to bother or to change anything all this happens automatically mm. and what we do is we we put low pressure piping inside the ward mm. so that it's very easy for nurses uh, one of the things we found was uh, the attitude and the fear towards uh, giving oxygen mm. uh, some of these nurses have never been trained on using concentrators on operating cylinders so once they know that they need to put a patient it's really you see someone really fidgeting and mm-hmm. um, to avoid it as much as possible but with the low pressure piping all they have at the wall is a flow meter so all they need to do is give the liters per minute that the patient needs to get and they're sure that oxygen will come from there and go uh, to the patient okay so it's really convenient and uninterrupted as well 
Exactly. So it's very convenient and interrupted. And what we've also done on the engineering side, mm-hmm. we, we do remote monitoring. So even from where I am, I can remotely see how many children are, are getting oxygen, how many liters they're getting, what's the purity of the oxygen, which is wow. something that has been... Yes, so I can see the purity, I can see the pressure. So even when the concentrator starts to deteriorate, I can come in and do the repair, do the maintenance without any any stop in patient flow or without removing a patient from oxygen. Wow, that is amazing and so reassuring. So, so reassuring for people who, yeah, losing your loved ones for something as, as basic as not being able to have uninterrupted supply of oxygen it's you know scary and that like you said what we're seeing in the world today uh yeah. question you, you're supplying hospitals uh is it mainly hospitals that you're supplying at the moment um so our biggest focus is as i said in the beginning uh, when we started it was uh based on pneumonia the huge numbers of children were seen with pneumonia mm-hmm. and also based on the survey that was done in 2016 by Clinton Health Access Initiative mm-hmm. it shows that the lower you go down the healthcare system the lower the availability of oxygen mm-hmm. yet this is where most of the children are most of the children who are coming in with pneumonia mm-hmm. are actually at health health center for level at general hospital level right so mm-hmm. Our systems are basically focused on lower lower health facilities. Mm-hmm. So our targets are health center falls and general hospitals. Okay. So, so. Is, is it uh, more affordable than um, what most people have been using in the past, the alternative, the electrically powered oxygen concentrators? So we have two systems. So what I've been describing is the OxyLink system, which... Uh, also, based on the research we saw, was that many of these facilities actually have oxygen, but their oxygen is unstable. Mm. So with that, we said they can actually use their concentrators, oh. but we will address the current gaps that are there with concentrators. For example, the voltage stability, we've incorporated an inbuilt uh, voltage stabilizer, mm. the monitoring so we do remote monitoring so we can see when it needs maintenance when it's down uh, we put an extra reservoir uh, both of cylinder and uh, the low pressure bulb such that when there's no power the patient still gets oxygen so we've modified and improved mm-hmm. uh, some of the existing concentrators that are in place exactly mm. but we also have another system which is called the free or two siphon system which we are currently testing in Bugoye Health Center 3 mm. and this is the first completely electricity free oxygen concentrator in the world mm. and what this uses it, it uses vacuum and where this vacuum comes from is uh, is a siphon so we've connected uh, a siphon system from a free-flowing river. So once you have any river or any source of free-flowing water, what? And it goes through, <laughs> and it goes through uh, a siphon. You can generate a vacuum, and then we've pumped this vacuum almost uh, 600 meters from the river to the facility, mm. and it's able to produce uh, 94% oxygen and give oxygen to the children who need it at that facility. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as a company, have you had a lot of support and funding from the government? Um, so not 
currently from the government of Uganda but currently we are working in partnership with the Ministry of Health mm. to roll uh, an oxygen program mm. to 20 different health facilities in central and uh, southwestern Uganda so we have selected 20 facilities to take part in this pilot program where mm. we, we first of all train and uh, provide pulse oximeters because people talk about oxygen therapy but before you even know that a patient needs oxygen you need a pulse oximeter mm. and it but you go down to these facilities and they are not non-existent so that means people are not able to detect when patients need oxygen <laughs> yes Mm-hmm. So right from that uh, part of training so we do that extensive training in oxygen therapy hypoxemic mm-hmm. pulse oximetry then we deploy oxygen system and we are doing this program for the next two years it's funded by Grand Challenges Canada Okay okay and it will be running for the next two years Yes okay that's very exciting Are there any yeah. other products that you are working on Um yes so we are also working on a uh, portable oxygen concentrator to be powered um by ambulances. Ambulances. Yes or any moving car so just like you can put your phone to charge mm-hmm. um like there's a USB port in your car where you can put you can you know get that DC power and charge your phone. Ideally we are creating something where you can just plug it in and produce oxygen on the go especially for transport of uh, children in ambulances. Mhm. Oh wow. <laughs> Sheila, very exciting. You're doing some amazing work. Um are you enjoying what you do? Yes, I totally love what I do. <laughs> I really It's really great when you go to facilities and you see people getting oxygen from the system in times when they probably wouldn't have had oxygen or where a child needed to be referred maybe one hour away and now they're able to be treated immediately mm-hmm. and of course cover faster it, it's really it's touching when i see that so mm. i'm really excited yeah it must be very rewarding uh, yeah. so how can we find out more about frio 2 foundation um so you can Um check out our website at www.frio2.org. Mhm. Or you can reach out to me at sheila@frio2.org. Okay. All right. Yeah. And can we also find you on LinkedIn or any other platform? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook. I think that Okay. Okay. Well, Sheila, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. Amazing work you're doing. So exciting. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Christo. It's been a pleasure for me too. Thanks for highlighting the work that we're doing. Thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Groove Cafe. RX Radio Happy Vibes Sweet, sweet connections say, say my name say my name The Groove